Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Passionate, patriotic, a little bit pugilistic, and always professional. Hear what Roy Green has to say on the Chorus Radio Network. Had Canadians been the ones to decide on whether M103, the anti-Islamophobia motion brought forward by um, Ikra Khalid, the Liberal MP in the uh, Toronto area, had Canadian voters been making the decision instead of members of Parliament, the M103 motion would not have passed. One of the reasons probably is because we don't know what the definition of Islamophobia is. But because it was members of Parliament, it did pass. So now we'll wait and see how they debate something they can't define. The cynic would say they do it all the time. Marissa sends an email to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. I agree wholeheartedly that it's better for one parent to stay home with children, if possible. My sons are grown now, but I was home with them throughout all of their school years, even though my husband worked uh, as a driver when they were in high school. I worked part-time from home. The neighbors laughed at us and said we didn't have two nickels to rub together Yet I would not have changed anything. I certainly could have used the very generous tax-free child benefit most families are now receiving. I hope that it helps some mothers or fathers stay at home with their children. Thank you, Marissa. For so long, it's uh, been part of the reality in Canada that the one-income family cannot deduct child care expenses. But the two-income family, quite free to do so. So the one-income family decides to stay home with the kids and incur more expenses are through their taxes underwriting the child care expenses for the two-income family. Somehow, somewhere along the way, fairness took a hike. Frank is in Ancaster, Ontario. Frank, thank you for the call. Thanks uh, for your uh, chance to say this thing. First of all, I like your example of um, your dog. I mean... We've even uh, came back from a holiday sooner because of our dog. Yeah. You know what I mean? But my wife stayed home with the kids. But aside from that, let's get down to the semantics of this situation. This is a twofold problem. First of all, uh, people who can't uh, manage their their family affairs, they have to bring their kids to uh, the daycare primarily because they can't stay home because they they need more money. We, we've got that nailed down. You can get 100 calls today on the same thing over and over again, Roy, about what people are, how people are managing, what they don't like about it. It isn't right. It should be the other way around. But it started many years ago. You and I remember when this all started. And it's gone a little bit too far. And the, the world has changed. We, we have never had the multinational invasion of, of, of uh, uh, investment in, in our countries where other, where other uh, Frank, Frank, what are you, what are you, Frank, t- Frank, tell me what, you, what are you telling me? What I'm telling you is this. There has, the government started all this. 
They want if people want to stay home, why and why are the employers always the ones that are taking the brunt of it? They're increasing the time off now. We're in a more competitive world. Yeah. They need people are are uh, job sharing. They're they're cutting people uh, staff down to. Uh, Sure, and we have a federal finance minister who said, "If you if, please don't count on on a on a on a career where you can stay in a job for a period of years, be prepared to be moving around all the time." What, what kind of what kind of message is that? Long right? ago, what, there no, but but Frank, 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 I help, Frank, I only have five minutes. Take me back know, to listen, the listen, the stay at home parent. Higher exemptions for those that are being employed at work. But from the government, not from the employer. From the government. Well, you know, the government uses our money, Frank. Appreciate your call. Darwin in Calgary. Hey, Darwin, thank you for the call. Go ahead, please. Hi, Roy. The government's not taking a balanced approach. They need to give like six months or eight for the mother to be home and the same for the father. I was a single parent and raised my son, and if it weren't for my parents, his grandparents, he would not have the etiquette, manners, confidence, all of those things the same as myself. And that is what is breaking down and destroying society. It's you have to have that foundation in order to grow up and have a good analysis of how to function in our society and how to be productive and all of those things. And the government doesn't give the single parent any help at all because I had a, a struggle with it. They don't give you the breaks in the financial. Well, they, they prefer it if you fit their model. Yeah, but their model doesn't fit society. And they don't get remember, it. remember, there's this as well that we haven't talked about, Darwin, and that is that um, marriages break up at either a fifty percent rate yeah, or close to fifty percent. So you've already got a an almost by default fifty uh, percent of the population that's going to be growing up w- without both parents. Be- and they haven't changed their system. Constantly they available don't get to it. them. The numbers change, and they don't get it. Well, I'll tell you why. It's politics. Yeah, and the people got to stand up, and the single parents aren't heard because they're too damn busy with their kids. They got to get out, and everyone has to get out, and they have to tell them, get this fixed, get it straight, because it, it affects our whole society, not just our values. It affects everything. It's not just each individual economics and people and stuff. Yeah, it affects yeah, everything. Yeah. Darwin, thank you for the call. Each situation will be different. Each situation will be different because people are all different. Family dynamics are all different. You cannot provide a one-size-fits-all response. Kendra is also in Alberta. Hi, Kendra. Hello. Go ahead, please. Um, I just, like, I'm 30, almost 30 years old, and I was five five months pregnant when I finished my teaching degree, and I've been at home for the last three years, uh, and I've got two kids now. And that was a choice that we made intentionally because when we decided to have a baby, we wanted to be parents. But there are a lot of people around my age that when they are having kids, it's not because they're ready to be parents. It's because that's what you do. And in another year, I'm going to keep working on my career. Like they don't intend ever to stay home with the kids. It's, It's become the norm that you just take a little break and have a baby and then you go back to work. And I understand that that's really necessary for some people for financial reasons, um, but even, like, even sometimes when you don't have to, like, people are more worried about a career than they are about their kids. And that, to me, seems a little bit... 
backwards. Like, it's a big responsibility. If you're going to bring a child into the world, then that's your responsibility. And as much as you can, whether, you know, you have to work and daycare ends up being the best thing for your family, like, that choices need to be more family-based and less income. And obviously that's part of it. But less, you know, if you're going to have a family, make it be about your family and not about your career. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, I was, I was talking to somebody uh, not so long ago about this very issue, and the point that was made is an extension of what you were just saying, Kendra, and that is that when, when, when some people do have children, they have absolutely no experience raising a child because they were raised by an early childhood educator, not by a mom or a dad, so they don't know how to do it. Uh, their, 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 their dynamic was confusing to them, and so they go take parenting courses. You know, a hundred years ago, it would have been people would have laughed at the notion of parenting courses because everybody knew how to do it. Kendra, thank you so much for the call. We'll come right back.